This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Friday to you, March 3rd, and it's starting to feel like tourney time around here and even more so after the Tigers pick up what was an important 81-62 win at SMU further solidifying their position as an NCAA tournament team and locking up the number two seed in next week's AAC tournament in Fort Worth. That should be fun. Uh, By the way, fifth time in the last seven games, Tigers shot over 50% for the field. They're 13-1 now on the season when they do that. Joe Lenardi has got a new bracketology out. (sighs) Even though Memphis has improved its position, I don't think you will necessarily like its position, if that makes sense. Jerry Palm over at CBS uh, Sports also has a new bracketology out, so plenty to do with that. And then you just think about what's coming up on Sunday, the opportunity that awaits Number one, Houston at FedEx Forum. A chance, as my man John Martin makes his way in, wearing, fittingly, a Memphis hoodie today. A chance, really, to hopefully improve seeding, which we said was the key going in, the hope going into this season. A chance to improve on last year's finish, and you do that a lot easier if you're not playing in that 8-9 game. We'll see if that opportunity is still there for Memphis. You got to know where you are yep. to know where you can get to. John Martin was just writing about that the other day for the Daily Memphian. So, a lot to discuss, obviously, with the Tigers. What's ahead for them? Grizz Nuggets tonight, the rubber match. You've split the regular season series so far. Tonight will determine the regular season winner. Nuggets, a five point favorite, last I looked. Something's got to give. And frankly, you'd like to see the Grizzlies. You know, take some of this momentum onto the road in a, against a much tougher road opponent. This is not Houston, ladies and gentlemen. They'll be playing tonight. That's a 9 p.m. tip, by the way, pregame here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 8.30. John, how are you? I'm good, yeah. For for both Memphis teams this weekend, um, I mean, this is sort of your, um, your, your litmus, you know, in terms of your season, right? I mean, for, for Memphis basketball. Houston has, has historically been the, the number one team in the league, and they've been the champs. And for the Grizzlies, you look up, and, and there's one team above you, and that is the Nuggets. Uh, I I think it's a tall order for your Grizzlies with no Steven Adams. Um, and I think that's sort of where I come down on it. I mean, that number tells you a lot, right? You beat the hell out of the Denver Nuggets here in Memphis by, what, 30 or whatever it ended up being? And it, it flips all the way to five-point underdog on the road. So, 
think you take all that into consideration. Tough ask. I mean, Grizzlies have done crazy things before, but it's a tall order, and it's a tall order for the Tigers. And we we don't know what the <clears throat> you know what the number is going to be quite yet. You guys know where I stand on it. I think it's going to be closer to a pick'em than it is whatever Ken Palm's projections are, six or seven. Um, <clears throat> but two big games for the Memphis basketball teams this weekend. And so we'll break all that down here on the show today. Anthony Sane is going to join us at 11.25. We'll talk to him. <clears throat> Sane, like you're, you're trying to get like me over there, go a little lower. You just need to clear it out there. Yeah, I think I just need to clear it oh, out. Okay. You know how it goes. I mean, the, the pressure the pressure pack situations, right, of the weekend um, make my voice quiver. So Anthony Sane is going to join us at 11.25. We'll talk to him uh, about the Memphis Grizzlies, about their uh, – you know, their chances tonight. Can they do it? Can they keep it close? I think that's where we need to Boy, start. Boy, it doesn't sound like you're giving us much of a chance. So we know I, I where don't. you we know where you stand. I do I mean I, I can don't tell by your tone. It's a it's a it's a bad spot. It's a bad spot. Because you just beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Season low points for the yeah. ninety four, by the way. Like this is the way it works. I mean, this is un- like you like in sports there is a lot of times a script. We joke about it, but the script is Nuggets get their revenge tonight at their place in the altitude. You don't have Stephen Adams. You're shorthand. I'm aware. You know, so I think that's... You clobbered them without Stephen Adams, though, though we know the Grizzlies are a much different team exactly. at home than they a- are. A- as most teams are, right? I mean, that's sort of, you know, that's to be expected. We'll see what uh, Anthony Sane thinks about that matchup uh, at 11-25. Then at one twenty-five, Dane Bradshaw, former White Station Spartan hey. Tennessee Volunteer is going to join us. He is not calling anything this weekend, but he'll be on the SEC tournament next week for ESPN Wednesday through Friday, so we'll talk to him, uh, get his thoughts on, you know, obviously Memphis, but Tennessee without Ziegler, like how far can that can that team go without him? Um, you know, Kentucky's situation, Calipari, lots to get to. How good is Alabama, right? I bet he's seen Pearl in an even more fiery tirade than what we saw after Alabama. Oh, yeah, we could ask him about that. When you've seen Bruce behind the scenes. Yeah. You know? We could certainly well, ask him about that. he's ever been any hotter than he was. Did he, co- did he play for Pearl the whole time? Uh, yeah. He did? Did he not? Yeah. Okay, I don't I know. Like that's the case. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who recruited him up there and Pearl inherited. I think Pearl got him. Who did Pearl uh, succeed? Was it Buzz Peterson? Buzz was before. Yeah. Was what Now, where was Donnie? Was Buzz, where was Tyndall? Oh, he was after. He 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 was after uh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. So Bruce got the job in 05. So that should be the duration of Bruce uh, of, of Dane's career, right? Or no? Because was Dane a senior in 0708? Man, I have no idea. Okay, I'm just trying I, to. I, 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 what, you think I've, I'm Tennessee B writer? No, I'm just trying to th- trying to get a. I, but he played for him at least for two or three years. Right. For sure. So. Um, we will get into all of that with Dane Bradshaw, uh, talk college basketball with him at 125. So that's the show today. Um, how about the Memphis Tigers? I think that's a good place to start. And I think we're overdue for some Luther. Oh, my gosh, that sounds lovely. I mean, it, it does. You know, you were texting me this morning about where they are in terms of Bracketology. Lenard's got him on the nine line against Illinois. And if they win, they would see Kansas. Well, thanks for giving it away. I teased that. Great job. Yeah, well, we, 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 we had to talk about it at some point. Well, if you'd been here and here, you'd heard that my tease. Maybe we'd address that up a little bit. Well, we paid it here. off. I'm we, disappointed. We, thanks, We John. paid the tease off I'm there. not disappointed in your face, however. Well, good. I'm glad Because we need to get to that at some point, too. Um, but, yeah, um, 
it, it, it is a reminder of how much fun it is when you're involved as opposed to not. Like you can sit here and you can talk about, oh, well, you got Illinois in the first round. You got Kansas in the second round. You got, you know, can you get to the seven? Can you get to the six? What 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 does a Houston win on Sunday represent um, as opposed to not? As opposed to sitting here being on the outside because we, we, we knew that life for too long. Too long at the end of Josh and Tubby Smith era. And, and honestly, you know, the first three years of Penny. The first three years of Penny. So uh, it is good to be on the inside of that rope, man. And they are. They are. I mean, I know there there might be one or two holdouts nationally left, but ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't think Memphis can 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 play its way out of the NCAA tournament. At this no, point. which which frames Sunday completely differently because if you were in a situation where you felt like you had to beat Houston to get in, you'd be feeling much different about this game. Much more tension, obviously. You can go into this one feeling pretty much like it's a free swing at the best team in the country, both in ranking and in you know metrically at the, at the net. So it's it's really a free opportunity, but knowing that you're already in, yeah, I think it adds, you know, it adds an excitement to this game that you can go into with. Okay, we're here. We're we're, we're supposed to be number two in the AAC. Now let's see if we can actually play for seeding here and get out of an eight nine spot. You know, get to a seven. Let's see if that can really because because you know, I threw that at you this morning. Does a win against Houston in the regular season finale? But a loss to them in the AAC tournament, and you'd be you'd be an underdog in both, obviously. So this would be a, a you know possible scenario, very possible scenario. Would that get you up to a seven if you are indeed a nine, as yeah. Lenardi says? If you're a ten right now, as Palms got you, probably not. I mean, does it move you up two spots, beating number one at your at your place? You know, as good a quad one win as you can get, but. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to fear that the eight nine game may be the the ceiling. Yeah, I think realistically, and you, obviously there's yeah. a big fe- a, a fear why that is. Obviously yep. for those that yep. you know just getting back into this thing being a regular habit, getting back to the tournament, it's because you'd be facing a number one. And as John said, you know, Lenardi's got got you playing Kansas as the number one in the second round. That's what you. That's what you. I'd rather be a ten. I'd rather be a ten. Yeah. And then play. I mean, obviously, the top eight teams in the country are all going to be good. But I mean, I've watched a lot of Kansas, and I've watched a lot of Memphis. Memphis ain't beating Kansas. I mean, it it just is what it is. Like they, I mean, maybe if Memphis shoots seventy percent from three, they'll win. But it's going to take a performance like that. That would just be almost evil to put them. It really would. Not again, bro. Not again. Um, So yeah, no, I, I, I think is Memphis a nine? Is Memphis like Memphis may not be a nine? Like, it's one thing to get all the teams in the field, which most bracketologists do. It's it's not that hard. I think where you start to see the, the holes in the accuracy are, are the seed projections, right? So, Lenardi may have them as a nine. They may be a ten. You know, they may they – may, it's just impossible to know what the committee feels. Um, the average is now 10.29 yeah. at bracket matrix. I am going to think – I am going to lean more towards the average and say there are a ten right now. And that the best they could probably hope to be, and that's winning against Houston on Sunday. That's win the AAC tournament because we already have established winning that AAC tournament because it runs so close to the to the selection show. It's not going to do much for you. You so, telling me beating Houston twice here down the stretch doesn't get you to a seven? I mean, it should, but again, like, what's the committee going to do? 
They know? should have a spot for you to move to seven. They should they should be able yeah. to finagle that in. Well, they should. If, if, but if, not, if you be knock a off Houston crime. twice here yeah. down the stretch, like, let's it just... would be ridiculous to be eight nine, especially after what you've done. Right. Remember last year they were they, they had double digit losses at that point with yeah. the two Houston wins. That's true. You know they're not going to have that this year. No, they have locked that in. They will not have double digit losses this season. I mean, well, and and very few bad losses. You could you could make an argument. None of them are bad, but that just the one quad three loss to Tulane. Yeah, the it's two, a much cleaner record. I mean, the two than last season that you think about are the home loss to Tulane and then um, Seton Hall. You know, I mean, well, I, I, I think about UCF double over. Yeah, UCF too. as well. They had a ten point lead with whatever it was, four minutes left. I told I Jeff, mean, then you're what twenty six and four. Yeah, you're supposed to win all three of those games, honestly. Then you're talking about you know six seed. Yeah. Can you get to a five? Four or a five, five yeah. Houston. No, that's true. I mean, unfortunately, that's yeah. definitely true. That's okay. Again, it's not to dampen anything that that they've accomplished this season, but yeah, that was always the hope this season. You get out of eight nine. Exactly. Now that you're here, you can talk about it and. It's a good feeling, again, that on Sunday, it's not something that you need to get in. Yeah, no, exactly right. You're already there. And that's why I'm a little, I'm More a little conflicted about the significance of Sunday. I mean, in, on one hand, you feel like it's supposed to be a huge game. It's really not. Like, it's really not. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a chance to knock off number one. It's a chance to, you know, send off KD and DeAndre and, and all the senior, you know, Elijah McCadden, right? Like, but it it just it doesn't matter all that much, you know. In the grand scheme of things, can you move up maybe a spot with a number one? Like, if you're a ten, can you go to a nine? You can, sure. But it it it's not going to change your season one way or the other. You're in the tournament, you know. You're in the tournament, and that's the most important thing. Now, would you like to advance? Sure, and that would mean getting off of you know. I mean, I don't know. Like if I want to advance, do I want to be an eight or a nine, or do I want to be a ten? You know, ten, ten, seven. It, it's obvious. Yeah. To so me. you kind of you'd rather be the ten, seven, take it on a two. I'm not telling Memphis to lose, but good chance if they win and then get to the AAC championship game, they're probably going to be an eight, nine. I mean, that feels pretty uh, apparent to me. So and we're just taking the average of they're a ten right now without the win against Houston. If they get the win against Houston on Sunday, which honestly, like I think they will, uh, they're, they're going to be in that 8-9 eight, that eight, matchup. I mean, they'll be, what? I mean, their resume is going to be too damn good not to be in the 8-9 game, in my opinion. I mean, are there really, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a resume of a 10 if you get the win against the number one team in the country. No way. Yeah, so it's going to be an 8-9. I mean, it's going to be an 8-9, and then we'll see. Like, then at that point, you damn near have to, <laughs> you know, beat them again so you can get out of that thing. I think 7 is like the absolute best they could do. Agreed. Um, and that's, again, including everything. That's like they win. They don't lose again. Um, and I, I think so, too. I think that's going to be very difficult, um, beating Houston on a, neutral, on a neutral floor. Although, look, man, like if you just look at Memphis's matchups against Houston the last, like ever since Penny got his dudes in here, every single time, it's always like a possession. You know, in, la- in, in the last game, I, I consider to be a possession – because there was no Kendrick Davis, who was worth four points on the spread, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's four. So it was really a four-point loss, right? Right. So every game, even in that COVID year, they played again in the tournament, in the AAC tournament. It was it was a two-point game, three-point game there in Houston. You swept them last year. You know you played them tight this year. I mean, every time these two teams play, it is close. 
very rarely, I mean, has it been, a, and it's been, you know, four or five years since it's been, you know, a decisive victory for Houston. So, Jeff said Houston doesn't have anything to play for. Do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. I would not because I'm glad you brought this up because I was listening to Tyler Hansborough on Field 68 last night, and Tyler doesn't buy them as a one seed, doesn't buy them as a real contender, and I think there's probably a sentiment because of their conference affiliation, and I think there's probably a sentiment in the committee too where if you lose one, maybe two, we'll see what happens in the tournament, in mm-hmm. in the AAC, like I could see the committee bumping them to the first two, I could see it. Like their 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 mm-hmm. non conference is not that impressive. I mean, they beat Virginia, but they lost to Alabama. You know, like it's not that compelling. I mean, th- what's compelling is that they've just run through the AAC. You know, uh, other than the the Temple game, but I I really would not want to tempt. Yeah, there's not a lot of sexy wins on this. There's uh, not on this non-conference. There's just not resume for them. No, I don't think losing to Memphis bumps Saint them Mary's off. Saint Mary's was a good win metrically. Yeah, but, but that they weren't ranked at the time. They ended up being good, but they weren't. That was not a ranked a, a matchup. That's at the one time. of their highest ranked yeah. wins of the season. Yeah, um, right. and that's like okay, like Saint Mary's is a decent team. They're well coached as always, um, but it's just not a. It's not the type of resume that's a lock to be a one seed in my no, opinion. I agree. So I think that's what Kelvin is going to tell them. You know, as opposed to last season. Last year Houston had nothing to play for when they came into form at the last in the last game of the season. They had played like three games in eight days. They were they were hurt. They were limping into it. Like everybody kind of was talking about it. And they 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 looked tired and they were tired. And they lost the game by double digits. I think this one is going to be a little bit more hotly contested because of that, like Houston does have actually a lot to play for, in my opinion. It's not like a, oh, we can just go in here no matter what happens, we're good. Because then it starts to put a little bit more pressure on Houston should they lose on Sunday. It puts more pressure on them in the AAC tournament not to do it again. Gotcha. Because if they lose again in the AAC tournament in a league that gets no respect, and, and rightfully so, mm-hmm. I think that's where the committee comes in and says, is this really a one seed? Like, that's what I would be worried about if I'm Houston. Uh, I know just listening to you and Jeff speak so glowingly about Kendrick, I don't know how much this time, this season has meant to you guys. So if you could say anything to Kendrick Davis uh, on senior day, Sunday, you know, channel you and Jeff together here. Which is which is a lot. What we, I know it's going to be profound. What would it be? I need this and I need DeAndre. I need some well, words on the two of them. Well, with Kendrick, I feel wistful that it didn't happen sooner. You wish you'd had him longer. You know. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah, I think a lot of people feel that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's always that one relationship that you know you you have in your life, right? Like, I think about Kiva. Like, maybe don't say her name. Maybe if we'd have met at a different time, that it could have been a little bit more mm-hmm. pronounced. Right, it's like Cookie. Uh, <laughs> no, I met Cookie at the exact right time, which was like you know when I was 13, 14 years old, and I could get get that out of the way. Um, but no, I, I think about how um, this guy came in. He trusted Penny to get him where he wanted to be, both you know professionally and as a member of a team, get to the NCAA tournament and develop him for the next level. And in a 
sport that is, you know, rapidly changing, where the priorities are uh, morphing and becoming less about program and more about individual, I appreciate this guy a lot for coming into a, a new situation, embracing the city, embracing his teammates, um, playing through injuries a lot. You know, playing through a lot of injuries. This dude has been nicked up all season long, quite you honestly. You are writing Calkins column. And, uh, you know, and I think representing what it means to be a Tiger and representing what it means to be a Memphian mm. every single time he takes the court. Dang, save some for DeAndre. Dang. And also, like, you know, I mean, being one of the best players that this program has ever seen. I mean, he is. He's only been here for a year. But look at his numbers, you know, and, and look at the impact he has had overnight turnovers obviously the way he engineers that offense this is one of the this is the best offense penny hardaway has ever had and kendrick davis's arrival is the main reason for that so i certainly will miss him i will miss kendrick davis and i will forever appreciate his effort level um and the way that he transformed this program and by the way at an important time came in here validated last season helped Penny get to a second straight NCAA tournament, and therefore I think lifting Memphis to a place where you can expect them to be relevant annually, compete for an NCAA tournament appearance annually, um, and make Memphis proud again. And he was a huge part of that. So KD will always have a special place in my heart. You know, I love that dude, man. Like, he's one of my favorites. He's He's a high IQ player. He gets it, man. Not a lot of college basketball players get it. He is one who does. And so, salute to KD. Thanks for the memories. Appreciate you putting on for the city. Well, not sure you've got any words left in the tank. Lots of words. Okay. Lots of words. Well, we'd like to hear what you and Calkins would say to DeAndre Williams and Kenneth Roy. He makes his way out. I don't really remember a Memphis Tiger team under Penny Hardaway that didn't include DeAndre Williams. <laughs> I really don't. Do you remember Keevan Davenport? I've put that out of my mind. I've put good. him far out of my mind. Those teams didn't, but good. Um, and so, you know, he has been the profile of consistency and, you know, he's taken up a, a, a residence here. You know, he's been a real comfort I think for any Memphis fan, like no matter what, you can just turn and know that DeAndre Williams is still going to be there. Okay. So See we're going there. You know, look, everything has to come to an a, end. Hold on, that was a okay. You're not done. I was going to say that's a lot shorter. No, it, well, it will be. Um, everything has to come to an end at at, at some point. But I mean, like he's a fighter. DeAndre's a fighter, and. Uh, I mean, he's an, he's, he's, an, he's an aging fighter. But Floyd still boxes. You had to do that? Floyd still boxes. And I, I want to say he won a, a, a fight last weekend, right? So if Floyd can do it, DeAndre can do it. So, hey, no, in all seriousness, DeAndre is just as much a part of this as as, as Kendrick Davis is. You know, there's clearly a culture here. And, Hasn't he been more so a part of it just in terms oh, of turning around duration. and getting it where Penny needs, where he wants well, You just it. mean in terms of duration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, terms yeah. of his contribution. Yeah, no, I mean, DeAndre has been uh, a vital part of this. Yeah, that's why I need more words. Yeah. So it, it will be – he will be he will be equally tough to replace. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a guy that – He's your heartbeat. He does some, some wily things. 
He does some wily things. Yeah, you were saying comfort. Well, he is a comfort because he's always there. No matter what, he's there. Well, unless, unless he, he fouls out. out. Right. <laughs> I need I need DeAndre Williams to take an honorary fifth foul at the end of the Houston game. Like, <laughs> let's say it's in hand, right? Memphis up 10 with th- 13 seconds left. Take that foul, DeAndre. Penny, don't call a timeout, Penny. Don't, don't call a timeout and get him off the floor. Let him foul out because that's what he deserves to do. One last foul out on the FedEx well one floor. It's well thought out. <laughs> but let me tell you this. He's going to have four. He's going to have four fouls. At least. And I would ask you about Alo, but we did that last year. Yeah, that's already done. Is there any? Oh, Elijah McCadden. Bro, I thought you were sorry. Mm-mm, that's our next guest. Oh, you're going to let him do it. He thought Elijah was sorry. No, I thought he was sorry at the beginning of the oh, year, too. Oh, come on. Well, all y'all thought these guys were sorry as soon as they got here. Look when, at Demaria now. When he committed, well. Yeah, because y'all love to write folks off early, whether it's with the Tigers or the Grizzlies. Y'all love doing it. Look at all of them it took time on. Keontae, Elijah, all of them had to settle in. That's today's game, John, with They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. When, when Elijah committed, right, we were having that conversation. We're like, man. Because he was the first one. He was the first we, transfer. We, we said he'll he'll have to be a sixth banner down there, but we said what it was. But it's actually turned out to be a lot more than that. He's actually turned out to be a starter, and he's like been really good. Yeah. But you said he'd be sorry. No, I thought I thought I thought I mean, that, that that's what beginning. you just said. I thought that at the beginning. I was like, when we saw him play, I was like, well, you know, I don't think this guy's very good. Stat sheet stuff. And and you know what? Like this dude, like, he just produces. He gets it done. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I respect Elijah McCann. Like he 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 will be forgotten in the annals of you know Tiger basketball lore. Like he will not be somebody that people remember. Like oh man, Elijah McCann, that was my favorite. But like dude was pretty well. Like, it, key it, to it's just representative too. too that you have to have some glue and Penny, and and that's what Penny's probably said. Told himself, okay, check here. I gotta have a guy like him, a glue guy that's gonna do a little bit of everything. You know, like that experience, it can work for me here. In fact. It's necessary in terms of baking the cake. Exactly. You know, right. That's that's what you learn is you need guys like him. Yep. So hopefully you find you another one transfer portal. Yeah, I mean they're out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy down at Ole Miss uh, who I would prioritize. Well, that's a little bit different. He's yeah. a little bit more high priority. Yeah, but that's where I would start, and then we sort of work our way down. Again, we have to convince him that the draft is not the best route first. That's that's a that's 2024 is a weaker some... draft. Oh yeah, we we that's the first uh, sentence mm-hmm. of the pitch. Yeah. It's horrible. Like but, that but, draft is bad. But it's di- you know, it's different now. It used to be just first round you go. Now it's – Well, he might uh, – if you could go first if round – You might get a guarantee in the second round. Like, that, it's changed now. But what if Penny Hardaway could tell Matthew Morrell that I'll get you to the lottery? It's the, the draft is that soft. I can get you to the lottery in a year, which I don't necessarily rule out if he ha- comes in here and has a 40% shooting season from three. I mean, got, the guy's athletic as hell. We know that, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't rule that out. That's what I would say. I don't know if it can happen, but that's what I'd say. You know, that's pretty compelling if you ask me. And I get to play at home. Come on, I get to play at home in FedEx form. One one last go round. I I think it'd be awesome with him and Mikey, but it's probably a, a pipe dream. I don't know. We'll see. Hope not. I haven't heard anything. I about hope it's it, real. Obviously, because they the Ole Miss still has a, a couple games left. But you know, yeah, that, you're just tampering your tail off. You don't care. That will be. That will be. Because guess I mean look who's on staff. It's pretty obvious who's on staff. Faraji. right? Like, if if 
I but, feel, but not, yeah, I mean that that relationship helps, but it's not like Penny needs anybody. No, to but I'm it. just saying in terms of their like pursuit, right? Like it feels like that pursuit is going to take place. You know, I mean, again, I don't know that for sure, but I feel without talking to anybody, I feel relatively confident that if Matthew Morell is in college next year, it will be at Memphis. Like that's just my default setting. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but it just makes too much damn sense to me not to happen. Yeah, you know, new coach down at Ole Miss. Like you might as well go up to Memphis for one more year, play in front of your folks, your friends, and family, get developed. Penny has a good track record with that. Be the the the, the focal point, right? Along with Mikey, that's a hell of a backcourt. It really is. You know, uh, win some games, win the win the new look AAC. Well, and then what what about you? Tell him the same thing as Kendrick, right? Yeah, he, he had made the tournament, thing. has he? Same thing. Yeah. Exactly right. Like, look, we did this a year ago. We did this a year you, ago with you, Kendrick Davis. You add the the NBA component to it about improving you for a to me. week draft in 2024. Yeah, That's, like – I mean, box this up and send it to Carl. Yeah, like, Matthew, look, Kansas right? and all those folks are going to say what they say, but you're just going to be another dude on that roster. You're going to need to send it to the agent too, you know, because, yeah. like I said, there are going to be money people pulling on them to come on no, now. That's true. Start the process now. Definitely true. But you can get money in, in, in uh, college too now. You can get NIL. So show sure can. We can make that happen. We can get you some second-round money in Memphis maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, it should be a huge game, and it will be a huge game on Sunday. should be a great showcase for Memphis basketball. We'll come back. Anthony Sands going to join us. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies Nuggets, his love letter to Elijah McCadden when we get back. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. It's Brad Carson here in studio producing the show with the guys for our brand-new betting partner, the Betley Sportsbook. It's spelled B-E-T-L-Y. Betley Sportsbook is legal in two states. It's the only one legal in Arkansas and Tennessee. And you can wager on tonight's Memphis Grizzlies game. The Grizzlies have won all of their last five conference games, plus 160 tonight on the money line, and they've boosted that. Uh, there's a special boost that includes that money line bet. Um, the Grizzlies have won the first quarter in 16 of their last 19 games against teams with a winning percentage like the Nuggets in the West. The Grizzlies have lost the first half in six of their last seven. Final fun fact, the Grizzlies have won at halftime and lost at full time in four of their last 12, so trying to overcome that. But you can bet on tonight's Grizzlies games. Grizzlies minus four and a half. That's on the Betley Sportsbook. You also got Sunday's game, Memphis and Houston. That's on the Betley Sportsbook. So bet on the Betley Sportsbook, and they've got college baseball. They're the only one I've seen that's doing these college baseball bets like the Betley Sportsbook is doing. Boosts and as a new downloader here in the state of Tennessee, $250 risk-free for your first wager. So it's got all the great tech and everything you'd expect in a in an app but it's new, and you get the 250 for your first wager. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet using the Betley Sportsbook. Make sure you play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. The Betley Sportsbook. Yeah, the, the little dust got in my eye because this was this was Jerry Stackhouse last night. I get a little bit emotional with this one right here. Come see, you know? Since the sappy stuff is all behind us, Bruce Pearl was... Uh, he was unhappy. Of our guys getting smashed down there. Smash! <laughs> Somebody needs to block and tackle and host a radio show. From the University of Memphis to your speakers, it's Gabe Kuhn. The Gabe Kuhn Show, weekdays from 4 till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Anthony Sane is the tribal chief of Bruce Twitter, founder of Asylum Media Group, co-host of Grind Season. It's an Odyssey podcast you should be listening to. Fresh edition out right now. Uh, you can follow Sane at Sane Asylum. Don't forget, too, he's the winningest box hockey. Box Hockey Champion and Pine Hill Community Center Day Camp. Now, that was the day camp. Mm-hmm. History. You know, black people, we didn't do summer camp. We didn't do, like, overnight camp on right, a water. Just one day. Shorts. We didn't do all that time. So you gotta go get your kids. So did you have to win the title every day? Yeah, it was somebody coming for me every day. I talked to Kevin Cerrito, too. We trying to set something up for real. We trying to see how we can. Because we don't really know where we can find an actual box hockey set it. So we're trying to see if we can find it on Amazon. What is box hockey? It's uh, one of the best games. Oh, okay. Ever. Like the uh, thing on the side, you pull the. No, that's uh, that's uh, you didn't foosball read. or whatever. You didn't read my. It's a oh, stick. You... That's a stick. It's a stick, and he's hitting bottle caps. We did bottle caps. The white folks with hockey sticks Y'all had and little, balls. Had little body sticks, little little hockey sticks and balls. But yeah, we didn't play like that. Did you ever play that game though? No, hockey I've never stick even heard and of ball. it. Street hockey. Street hockey. We just rolled dice in Miss Hunt's class in eleventh grade. Man, we roll no dice, man. He's just capping now. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I'll do it right now. He, <laughs> Go they, ahead. He was in pace setters at White Station. That so was middle school. They may very well have been oh, okay. shooting dice. Is that like slow class? Uh, seven I don't or, think he's lying. So. Seven or 11 on the come out, eight out of ten times. Uh, okay. Eight out of ten times. And then I'm hitting my point. I mean, it would get, like, heated in there, man. Like, people would be like, you know, you'd roll it. Then people would, like, 
you know, grab them before they, you know, they set on a point mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, it got really tense in there. Did they call you rabbit? You was- no, no. I mean, I, like, I was just like anybody else. I was, like, looking for a come up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hear you, bro. every day around 1 o'clock, I think, I think dice is happening a lot in the system. My, steps, my stepson shot me a picture from back, and he was in Bolton years ago, shot me a picture from mm-hmm. Dice Game in Bolton. I bro. used to work for um, a uh, juvenile center, like behavioral health center, and the kids would shoot dice with, um, they found a way to shoot dice with wet paper towel, wet toilet paper, I mean. They would get, no, wet, they would get wet toilet paper and, like, squeeze it super tight. And they, it was heavy that's enough just, to shoot. That's like. just prison level. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. These kids yeah, that were, is yeah. prison level. These kids were advanced, for sure. Or innovative. You could use that word. Uh, you got something you want to tell us about. Yeah, man. There's an event happening tomorrow at uh, Hope Church. Um, former Tennessee Titan players, uh, Adam Pacman Jones, Chris, CJ2K Johnson, the fastest man in the NFL at the time. Yes. And Lindale White, the other, other uh, part of Thunder and Lightning. They'll be at Hope Church for a uh, mental health summit. You know, it's a lot going on in the city of Memphis. We've had Eliza Fletcher, Ezekiel Kelly, Tyree Nichols. It's been a while, you know, 365 for the city of Memphis. So this event is to promote mental health. Uh, Y'all go check that out. I'm assuming it's absolutely free. And if not, y'all can handle it. You know y'all got it. What time is it? It's tomorrow at, um, let me see. Good question, Brad Carson. It's tomorrow at 6 p.m. Doors open at 540. It's going to be a food trucks, music. That must be that's Benders, gonna be huge then. You panel got all discussion, of them out yeah. There. CL Chris Johnson, oh. CL Shep Shepherd is gonna be the uh, keynote speaker, as well as Tim Johnson, Whitney Trotter, RD, and Frederick Gilliam. Y'all check that out, man. It's the Hope Church. I like having Pac Man at that thing. Oh yeah, you know sometimes you gotta have a brother who you know been through something. Because he went through things. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who, who can tell you better than a brother who you know been through it? So yeah. Y'all Lindell USC. Out. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a cold backfield too. They had. The Thunder and Lightning thing. That's yeah, it was. That was a fun team they had. Run over you or run past you. Mm-hmm. But go check it out, man. For sure. How you feeling about Grizz Denver tonight? Uh, I feel surprisingly well, man. I think that they're playing very well right now. When the Grizzlies are playing top-notch basketball, I don't think it matters who's on the other side of the court. Hopeton boys. Even on the road? Yeah, I'll say that now because I think they're playing good basketball. I hope they took some good breathing exercises, though, because it gets – you know, it gets kind of scary in Denver with the elevation or whatever. But um, I think that they're playing good ball. I, I'm not going to say I don't take Denver seriously, but they have a clear Achilles heel. They, they're they not a good defensive team at all, especially when you get Jokic moving, when when he has to actually move around. And uh, I think that if they can, you know, get guys like Jaron going, Tillman, Brandon Clark, uh, Santi, get those guys going early. Um, if we get an early lead on them, I think we can kind of um, keep them at bay. I'm not going to say I think we're going to win, but I think we're going to look good tonight. It's a, it's a tough ask, right? I mean, yeah. you mm-hmm. just played them, and you just right. beat the hell out of them. And they've had, they had a game. They had an uh, extra day off since the last time they played. Right. Um, we both played the same sorry-ass team. but And you know, Ja has a nasal fracture. Didn't know that. It was about from the other night? I guess so, yeah. Um, Are we going to see Mass Ja tonight? He's, he's listed as available, but I would assume if he's got a nasal fracture, he's going to play. There's, there's going to be a mask. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Mass Ja. Like I feel like you see that in the league. If one, if you get tagged one time in the nose, that's all it takes. Will he mask. Have, will forever. he have? Uh, Can he be as effective in a mask? Especially in the elevation. I wonder what that's gonna look like. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really. I haven't done the he physics just wear on that. Joggles, maybe. I haven't done the physics on the. Oh, uh, would a diamond be? I mean, would it be diamond encrusted with a mask? Yeah. I mean, I, if, if he can do it, I, <laughs> I, I bet Job will do that. Yeah, he will have the midnight mask. <laughs> What's uh? What what are you? What are your expectations of the road trip? Denver Clippers, who are playing very poorly mm-hmm. at this point, and then the Lakers. Like, what's 
You said tonight they may not win. What's success for you look like on this road trip overall? They need to win the rest of those games. Uh, they, two they, and one. I think they can really come out of this making a real statement. If you can, especially if you look well against Denver, especially if you beat Denver. But if you look good against Denver, and you beat the Clippers, beat the Lakers, which you should. Um, it's kind of hard to say that you should be the Clippers team that's got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and now uh, Russell Westbrook. Just lost again. They yeah. lost to the Steph Curry list and mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins list uh, Warriors, which, uh, by the way, I've been telling you all about mm-hmm. these Warriors. Don't want to see them. If, that is why. If, oh, the, yeah, they're, if they're trying to get the six, it's, they're, they're, they're failing because now they've dropped down to seven, the Clippers. Yeah. it's um, they. I don't Like I told you, man, all these patchwork teams, historically it just don't work. Is and we've seen that. Like it has to be somebody there that's that represents the culture of that team. When you just got a bunch of guys that are just there, um, it just doesn't work. I told y'all about Dallas. I, I told y'all, man. Like these, like all these teams who made these big moves at the deadline. There's only one that I'm worried about, and it's the one that's, that's got Kevin Durant on. Real quick, who wins Suns Warriors first round matchup if that's the four or five? Suns Warriors. Oh, the Suns getting them up out of there. Quickly. That's what I told John yesterday. I, I think that's probably fair. That'd be good news. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's probably fair. It's crazy. I, rather, I I would honestly rather deal with Phoenix than deal with uh, Golden State. There's man. no question about it's it. It's such a mental block. Mental block. Yeah, yeah, it's like, the same words. Man, bro, I do not want to see them dudes. Well, and, like, and they've done it as opposed to the Suns who have never. Yeah, in the first round, maybe. Yeah, give me Golden State in the first round because it's still some, you know, Bro, I don't want to go. But if, State they, ever. if they're fresh off of winning the series, I don't want to see them. Especially well, if they yeah, beat I mean, Phoenix. No, yeah, I don't want like, see them. Once, once Golden State starts to smell it, yeah, and they beat Phoenix too. No, you don't think Jaron's close to breaking through that mental block? Uh, you don't think it's close? Like I'll have it, to see when we play them again because we got them next week. Bro. Right, it's after the road. Yeah, trip let me see here. that. Let mm-hmm. me see how how Jaron looks against Draymond next time because that man was. I know. I feel like that's the that key to it too. Oh my God, he was getting adopted by Draymond last time we played him. So. <laughs> no, that was Christmas when he really got into him. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't want, I don't want any part of that. For sure. Are you encouraged by you know Baines thirty, Dylan Brooks shooting a little better? That that part of the wing. I know Kennard's mm-hmm. been, you know, kind of up, kind of down. I think both of you and I have confidence in yeah. him that he's going to do what he's supposed yeah. to do. Um, just in terms of what you're getting from the wings right now. Uh, Baines for sure, because what he did is definitely repeatable. I think it's, you know, I think he's dealing with a pain threshold thing. But we've seen him have those type of nights. Dylan, he's going to be up and down, or mo- more so down, uh, for the rest of the season probably. Just kind of who Dylan is at this point. Um, not worried about Kennard at all. You know he can knock down shots. And once the, once he gets more comfortable with the guys, and the guys get more comfortable with him, he's just going to continue to, uh, you know, look look better knocking down shots because he's still shooting the ball. I think he was like maybe 0, 0 for four the other night, but he's still, you know, shooting the ball incredibly well since mm-hmm. he's been there. Not worried about him at all, man. But um, uh, I'm still concerned about. I just don't understand. Like it seems like it's obvious that that David Roddy is the best young. You know, rookie second year wing we've got like in the moment. Now, what Zaire can be, you know, who knows? But it's, it's I don't understand why we're still doing the contract stuff. Just put as much as you can into Roddy. Might as well get him ready for the playoffs. I I'm just, with I you. just don't understand, man. It's just like, and I'm he still, brings a le- different level of physicality. And then he got like a DMP the tonight. I'm like, I just don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it at all. But if something else interesting that I've heard fans talking about, and I think a couple of media guys have too, I would not be against trying to see what you have in especially with the way that Tillman's been playing the last few games. I would not mind seeing how um, Santi looks on the wing. Like, not, like, I'm not saying go give him the ball and say go beat Kevin Durant, but I could see him logging some minutes, you know, at small forward. Not starting, of course, but, you know, and I could see a lineup with Tillman, Santi, and Brandon Clark at the same time. Mm-hmm. I would love to see how, what that looks like. I'd rather see that than to see John Conchar, for sure. Because here's the thing, that highlight dunk 
of Jaron when he jumped over Anthony Davis and rode him, rode him like a horse. That's what I'm talking about. It was off of an easy John Conchar miss <laughs> he should have made. And like, I'm like, we would have never saw that highlight if it wasn't for a simple layup that, that Conchar was supposed to make. So, yeah, man. Like, I, I, I would love to see them just either just say, okay, we're going to ride with Roddy or do something creative with Aldama. I don't want to see – I don't want to see any more contract minutes, to be honest with you. You know what I was thinking about the other day? It's kind of it's kind of random, but Kenneth Lofton was like going to go to Houston mm-hmm. before he decided to stay in the draft. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how. Oh, co- he had been. Like, imagine, imagine how soon DeAndre would foul out against that dude. Oh. <laughs> Damn. We caught a break, man. I mean, for real, Houston with Kenneth Lofton this year? It would have been incredible. They'd been overall number one seed. They, I, I don't know that they would be, able be to be He stopped. would be, um, like, Player of the Year candidate, probably. Like he, he would be scoring twenty something. I, I agree with that. Yeah. And like, I like Houston would be the. They would uh, be the number one team in the country. Well, they they, are, they may be the favorite actually right now, but I I don't I don't trust them mm-hmm. to you know to go out and win it. I don't I don't really think they have enough. But with him, I would be like. Or yeah. if he had came here, he had Memphis had interest in him too. So we would have been crazy with him too. So that dude's not, that dude's not a college basketball player. Dude. No, he no. he. Uh, well, like so, what's the. What's the plan there? Like, is it just mm. like let him cook in South Haven, and then when the oven oven mm. timer goes off, bring him up? Like, yeah, they kind of stick to their guns with their second not second round picks with their two uh, their two way guys. They usually let them stay in the oven the entire right rookie season. Then they kind of phase them in. That was the John, John Conchar model. That was the uh, what's the guy from other guy from Gonzaga that was here? Oh, Killian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the Killian Tilly model. They kind of get their two way guys and just kind of right. put them down there. No matter how good they're doing, and then the next season they'll start phasing them in. So like you got so you got to consolidate some of these dudes yeah, too and make room out. for them. Yeah, yes. I mean like Conchar's gone for sure. You would hope. I mean, how you'd you, hope and pray. Like what well, for? What what would you possibly Let's have senior night for? Him. Right, he, <laughs> we can we, we we can honor that dude tomorrow at four at the forum and get it out of the way. Just have him come down with the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, give him like While a jersey. Here. Give him a jersey, like some flowers right. along his way. <laughs> you know, because I well, that dude hasn't done anything good in like nah, three month. months. Yeah. yeah. It's been a minute. Well, he's feeling that pressure Sane keeps applying. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Well, it's not it's, it's not what Sane's applying. It's the fact that you got paid and you got a bigger role and you're not good enough Man, when to they fill got it. the arm sleeve. And oh, yeah, bro. Black barbers. And that's really where it went Nike south deal. when you yeah. got the sleeve. Yeah, everybody can't handle the, the swag. Man. Yeah, they missed with that one thinking he could take on more. Yeah. But they, you've addressed that in some ways with Kennard. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. y'all right. that The time for that is over. Yeah, it's okay. May as well let Roddy get the run and yeah, I don't get it. maybe improve. Just, like, just you know, your development him of him. Because yes. your investment he, in Conchar is minimal, right? And he's earned it at this point. Right? I mean, at this yeah. point. You drafted Roddy. You might as well like see what no. you have in him. You know what you have in Conchar. Mm-hmm. You know you're moving on from him. It's your first opportunity. So, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, who is Kenneth Lofton? Like, who is he projecting out as? What is he? What does his pro career look like? I don't know, man. He's such a throwback player as far as being those like offensive bowling balls. Um I, you could say Zach Randolph, I guess. That's what Maybe Zebo, but it's like he's. Well, you don't need to run away from it just because yeah, Zebo was so great here. I mean, he's, that's um, his style of play. There's nobody in today's game that plays like him at all. Like nobody. He's, yeah, he's and he's just a strictly offensive. Because Zebo, even when people gave people said Zebo didn't play defense, he wasn't as bad as Lofton. Like Lofton doesn't give a crap about playing defense. Right, that might Zebo that might ultimately hold him back. But yeah, just a a, a simply one sided just offensive bowling ball. I haven't seen one of those in a while, but I love his game for sure. How about this opportunity in front of the Tigers on Sunday? Oh, it's a big one. Um, just like I predicted, the Grizzlies will look good tonight against uh, Denver. I think the Tigers are going to look very good. I think the Tigers are going to win this game uh, at home. That's two of y'all. Um, Houston isn't really as 
as good as advertised to me. They've um, the, the fact that we went up there on the road and we played them very well without Kendrick Davis at all. Um, I think that when they get home, when they come here, and these guys really don't have that pressure on them, like we got to beat these guys, like we got to beat them to get in. I think that um, I think this team is this Tigers team is good enough to beat them um, here at home. So. Yeah, I, I got Memphis beating them for sure. Well, and again, like when you just look at the historic matchups between Kelvin and Penny, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're it's always been close. They're tight, like, man. Yep. Like, and I think that's a that's a credit to. I mean, Kelvin is a guy who gets talked about mm-hmm. every single year, right, as one of the best, and he is. Like, he undoubtedly is. Right. Yet every time he and Penny meet up, that thing is a knockdown. No dragon. matter how good they are, no matter yeah. how bad Memphis is, it's they, true. They tighten up for Houston. For sure. I mean, you know, uh, again, they beat them. In 1920 here in Memphis, mm-hmm. they probably would have beaten them if they got a home game in COVID year. Mm-hmm. Swept them last year. I mean, ever yeah. since ever since Penny got his like actual guys in here, he's, he's played well against. Him. He's like, yeah, like it's been. You know, I mean, again, I, I don't want to like take away from Houston because those dudes are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they're well coached. Like they're defensively, bro. You're not gonna find more crisp, disciplined rotations mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you know, so like they—that's what they do. But yeah, like, I think that environment on Sunday—I think it's gonna be crazy. The blue hairs are gonna head it. Hair, I feel like it's almost—it's almost bigger for the brand than it is anything Memphis can gain by winning. Totally agree. Because you're on CBS, it's the number one team mm-hmm. in the country at your yep. place. Everyone, you, you know, in your own bed early morning night. game. Yeah, yeah, for those that went to the early service, yeah. they're back in and ready. And mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for your brand to say. Look at us. Look at look how yep. strong yeah. we are again. Well, exactly. Maybe right. more to gain there from you know a national perspective and what you can gain back right. there. It'll come down to. On, I mean, you're on CBS. Here. It'll come down to DeAndre and fouls though. I think if he doesn't foul out and he gives you like eighteen to twenty, eighteen twenty something, they'll win. Do you think he should be awarded an honorary senior <laughs> night sixth? Like I think that should. Do, be. Well, is, it, is this it for him? Like yeah, that's him? it. Like, and can I get that in writing? Like, this is. I think I think he, Penny confirmed it's, that this it's week. It's official. There's no no more waivers. No more. I don't think nothing. so. No, I think this is the last ride, brother. Okay. Was is there anything? I promise. I, I, I yeah, I All feel right. pretty good about it. I don't know the COVID year's been used. Transfer penalties already been served. His clock's already his clock started way back when. So okay. yeah, even shout with, out to DeAndre though, man. I hope he has a big game uh, Sunday. Now, you saw it. I had the Elijah McCadden shirt mm-hmm. queued up for you from over at the uh, Grind City Designs. Do you mm-hmm. wear extra large or large? <laughs> I will tell you this. Uh, good friend of mine and listener of the show, Contar uh, Macklin, he's a wing guru uh, franchisee. He uh, ordered these uh, shoes on Facebook. Uh, you know, you see stuff on Facebook, shoes, clothing, stuff like that. He ordered this super awesome pair of shoes. These These are probably the most beautiful pair of shoes I've ever seen in my life. It was like a... Dress shoe boot type thing. It was beautiful. I'll find it in the synergy. So Kantar, he orders these shoes, and when he gets them, he posts a before and after picture, and it was nowhere near the same shoe, right? Um, I look at Elijah McCadden and as someone who, y'all ordered Antonio Anderson. Man, stop. But. Because <laughs> that's, that's what y'all really talk like who this dude is. No, we don't. We just say he's not but as he's, sorry as you try to make him. So that man, That's what we say. <laughs> Wish, man, so he's all the Antonio Anderson. I'm not going to tell you, uh, Brad, what he said when I when I told him about getting that shirt for him this morning, no, what not. he said he'd do with it. No, we're not. He's fine, man. All, Aldi? He's, Antonio Anderson? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> all Tony. All <Aldi. laughs> That's low. 
But I, oh, you man. saw him yesterday doing a little bit of everything. And I think I think about you every time I see him. Y'all want that dude to be Antonio Anderson so bad, bro. He's not Antonio Anderson. But he, he's like he he does do like slick Antonio Anderson. That's what y'all think he is. Y'all talk like that's what he's out there doing. Ten, I'm, four rebounds, four yeah, assists. Yeah, Antonio Anderson, yeah. One steal. Order him. Order he's him your now. number he's your third best player. Three or four yeah. from the floor. Yeah, he is. Easily your third best player. Antonio Anderson was like the least scoringest, most beloved player right. in the history of college basketball. <laughs> Like, we never expected Antonio Anderson to score more than six. But like, super beloved, man. For sure. We love that dude, man. Yeah. But he's fine, man. I mean, I, I told y'all this this morning, you know, off the air, that, like, I'm just kind of – there's only so much I can really be invested in guys that are, like, bizarro one-and-done guys. Like, they're fifth-year seniors playing, and you're only going to get one year of them. Like, there's only so much I can care about those type of dudes. He's fine. I mean, he's – Yeah. You know, shout out to – Elijah McCann. Well, we're not letting you say any words that is I mean, that, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible, man. I mean, that's got to be one of the worst senior day speeches we've they ever give seen. Me the mic and I'll say, I was ordered a pair of shoes on Facebook one day. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm just messing around. But you, you yeah. like, you like this team. I like that's this team. You've told us yeah. that over and over this again. This team, Penis really flexed his muscles. A coach, he's got a you know super good point guard, and it's played. This season's played out the exact way I told y'all it would. I said he'll be have a good team. That's got a good point guard. They're going to play defense. They're, they're not going to make as many turnovers, and they'll make the tournament without having to depend on a Houston game. And here we are. I don't. Do you think there's because your term was what was your term for them? They're the, the best sorry team in America. They're not. And by God, that's what they are. They ain't sorry, man. But they're sorry, man. I don't think they're sorry. Do you <laughs> think they're sorry, Jason? I mean that that sweep versus Tulane was sorry. That if, was if very Kendrick sorry. Davis doesn't play a game, what happens? Well, yeah, I mean that's. I mean you could do that with you know take Sather off Houston, take uh, you know, um, you know Jalen Wilson off Kansas. I mean you could <laughs> you could play that game around the country. You know, I mean Kendrick Davis is why without him, you yeah, know what though? It would be ugly. When I watch Tiger games, I kind of look, I kind of watch at Tiger games. I don't really sit there and watch. You know, I don't really digest the entire oh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. How are they scoring the points? Can't scoring? imagine. Because I saw them score like a hundred the other night. Bro, they have they have scores, man. Because Elijah McCadden no, shoots like fifty-seven percent from it's the field. Penny, Penny's done a good job. Yeah, for P- sure. Penny's done a good job. The lion offense. He's finding ways to get Bro, that thing has turned into like a man. Last of Us lion, <laughs> like zombie joint. Like the lion. What's the movie we saw with the uh, Bar uh, Beast or <laughs> the something? Beast, yeah. Yeah. Idris Elba. He was fighting a lion. Because the truth is. We really watched the movie about a grown-ass man fighting a lion. And believe. It was great. It was a great That man came out here and gave it a Roger Ebert two thumbs up on Monday. I didn't even speak of it. I'm going to see... Creed with my daughter soon. Yeah. So I tried to watch catch up again. I watched Creed one and was in tears last night and do not know why. Man, you cried every minute. I don't know why I was crying. You're a crier. Like I, but I used to tell you, okay, I, this is why that baby cried. I have yeah. no clue why that movie. Same cries cool. watching our boys in karate. Yeah, I, I, I watch. Uh, <laughs> I watch. I watch comic book movies. I cry like I cried doing it. Oh, I, re- I respect that. I'm oh, a cry. Yeah, I'm a, out, man. My whole family's like this. I don't Gabe watch be a lot crying of movies. People like, is he okay? Yeah, it's, it's hereditary. I think it's. I think it is a good thing for a man to cry. Yeah, man, no wrong with. It's. I think it's necessary. It's Smith a, old tough ass. CJ CJ be out there getting kicked in the head. He'll be there sitting there looking stone faced. Like hey, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the CJ thing. don't never cry either. Like Jason doesn't cry. No, he don't. Right? Like that's CJ what, don't either. That's why like he's you know he just sits there. He looks like this in like the saddest moment of his life. He will look the exact <laughs> just same like way. That. Yeah. Like. Uh, saying while we were doing our grind season <laughs> podcast last night, more important things, you were baking a lasagna. You know you were baking a lasagna. You were baking Jason's dog is run over. He's yeah. like, all right, all right, right. Like we, we got to move on to more important things. Man, don't come things. to my funeral. People don't think we ain't like each other. They are, can't help it, Jason. Are you two through? 
Yeah, we do. Don't come to my funeral, bro. How, how did your lasagna turn out last night? It was a Stouffer's joint. You know what I'm saying? The frozen joint. <laughs> it was good, man. I wanted to put a little, I put a little wing guru. Uh, what I put on there? It? You go. I put some wing guru. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 